highlighting all the local and national stories which impact you. Isn't it amazing that the issues we had in the 60s with people killing us, now we're killing us, and we're not saying anything about it. Had white people come through Milwaukee and started killing black people, the world would have stopped on its axis because so many people would have shown up to defend the neighborhood. But yet crime is literally out of control. And we're talking about it? It's an issue? What is your plan? What's the secret? Bringing you his authentic perspectives on important topics. Milwaukee, like many other major cities in the United States, has some issues that we have to work on. And that's no secret. And I've been talking about those issues over the course of my campaign for mayor. You're joking, right? Talking about it? Where's the plan? We keep talking about plans, talking about strategies. Where is the plan? What are we doing? Frank, candid, and straight to the point. This is The Truth of the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth and The Truth app. It's decimating the black community. Yeah, because y'all don't eat right. So when you get sick because you don't eat right because you're overweight and nobody tells you because we don't want to hurt anybody's feelings because we live in a world now where if you hurt somebody's feelings, you might get arrested. It's ridiculous. Idiotic. If you know you're not supposed to have certain things because you have diabetes, don't eat it. Oh, but it tastes so good. Okay. Tell that to your children and your grandchildren who won't see you because you decided to eat. Doesn't make any sense to me. Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio in Milwaukee, here is Dr. Ken Harris. This is The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on the new 101.7 The Truth, live from the American Family Insurance Studio at Radio City. Obviously, I'm not Dr. Harris. I'm better looking. I'm smarter. I'm funnier. I'm just overall better than Dr. Harris. No, I'm just kidding. That's my... My brother from another mother. <laughs> I love the ding. Now, that's my brother from another mother. I love me some Dr. Ken. I am Denise Thomas, the effective communication coach in for Dr. Ken, who's on assignment. I'm also known as DT. So listen, before we take a call from Al, I just want to get y'all hyped up and excited because we're about to give away some Wisconsin State Fair tickets. I'm, I'm just I'm just putting a little teaser out there because I want y'all to be ready. So for those that are driving, make sure you pull over because in about a minute or so, we're going to get this Wisconsin State Fair ticket giveaway going. And listen, I heard earlier on the show that Genuine and Nelly is going to be at the State Fair. Ooh, child. I, I'm going to try to get some free tickets. DZ, you got me? Can, 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 can a sister get a hookup? If I give free tickets to Genuine and Nelly, <laughs> as long as my wife don't take them first, those oh, are all you yours, DT. Those let are me, all let me tell yours. You. I don't want no smoke. DZ, your wife is going to want them tickets. I said Genuine and Nelly. Period. Did you hear what I said? She's going to want to go. So just... Don't worry about it. Maybe you could be her plus one because I'm not trying to go to that. <laughs> I would love to. I would love to. If you're going to stick around with me. Whew. Okay, let me let me get back <laughs> to being serious on the show. We've got Al from Milwaukee. You are on the new 101.7 The Truth. Good evening. Uh, what I was going to ask you is, is, you know, over the past 40 years, we have a total of 49,000 minorities who has lost their life. And if we add uh, 
uh, since um, George Floyd, we have roughly around 50,000 minorities. That equals 250 generations that will never be produced because for every one minority, that's five generations. I was going to ask you, have you heard about that stand your ground law in Indiana, which means if a police officer illegally come to your house with some nonsense, you have every right to blow him away. And what I find to be very ironic is the sheriff in Indiana was praising this bill saying that no one has the right to come to your house illegally. And if a cop come to your house illegally, the sheriff said, shoot him. How do you feel about that? If we have that same uh, that same law in Wisconsin, do you feel that these men behind the men or women behind the badge would be less likely to break the law, considering it's already laws on the book to protect the citizens in their homes that they break all the time behind due to the man and woman behind the badge due to, due to the fact they feel immortal? And I'll hang up and listen. Well, Al, thank you so much for your call and your question. Um, as far as how I feel, I'm a huge proponent and an advocate of self-defense laws in this country. I believe that everyone has a right to bear arms. I, I, I agree that uh, a person's use of lethal force in situations where it's necessary to prevent uh, death or physical harm or to whether it's me or to anyone in, in, in my home or in my presence – I believe in that. Now, again, I want to emphasize the word defense, self-defense. Now, I don't believe in perpetuating violence of any kind. I don't believe in walking into uh, a grocery store, such as the person in Buffalo, New York, and, and shooting black folks. I don't believe in someone going to an elementary school and, and shooting up innocent babies. I don't believe in that. But I do believe in self-defense. Now, as far as the stand-your-ground laws, there are different variations of the stand-your-ground laws across the country. And again, this basically allows a person to use deadly force in self-defense in public, even if that force can be safely avoided by retreating or when non-lethal force would be sufficient. That is, that is pretty much ultimately what it is. Now, in Indiana, my understanding is that the Indiana stand-your-ground law removes the duty to retreat before using force in self-defense or in defense of another. And so that that's my understanding. Um, it's, it's funny you're asking me that question because I'm actually a Hoosier. I'm born and raised uh, from Evansville, Indiana, but I haven't lived in Indiana, obviously, for, for quite some time. So to answer your question, Al, for me, and this goes back to what we have to, to be more responsible with, and that's our knowledge and awareness. Because a self-defense law in Texas is completely different than a self-defense law in Florida as well as Indiana. So whatever state that you consider home, whatever state that you're in, whatever state that you're, you're visiting, make sure that you are aware of what that means. So, Al, thank you again for calling. I hope that answered your question. But absolutely, I am a, a proponent of self-defense laws in this country. And as a black woman... You best believe I, I, I know it's necessary for me because when I look at Breonna Taylor, again, she's in her home. She was in her home. And and I, I'm so sick of hearing people say, well, you know, she was with her boyfriend who was this and he was. I don't care. That did not warrant that woman to be murdered in her home at the wee hours of the night. That was premeditated. 
justice in terms of the officers being convicted and the family, Breonna Taylor's family, receiving a uh, civil lawsuit settlement was a form of justice, yes. But my thing is this, Breonna Taylor ain't here. Death cannot, there's no justification of, of murdering somebody. Self-defense is one thing. Walking to someone's home and, and misusing or abusing your law enforcement to basically kill somebody who you don't like based on their race. It, it, this, is, this is what's happening and we, we have to be more aware and I'm not even going to say aware. Let me change that word. We have to be more educated and be very careful, be very intentional and very cognizant of how you're receiving information. Where are you, what is your source of information when it, when it pertains to self-defense laws? Because again, it's not a one size fits all. The self-defense laws in the United States, they vary state to state. And I can guarantee you without even reading <laughs> that the self-defense law in Texas is probably a whole lot different than the one in Indiana and in Florida. So, so make sure that you take the time. We have, you know, it was, I was telling my, my kids this, my, I have a 24-year-old son and a 27-year-old daughter. And, you know, we were talking about the library. And I, I was always in the library when I was growing up because I just loved to read. And obviously it played a major role in, in what I do today in terms of public speaking. But I brought that up because I was telling my kids, you know, we had to get up. Now, now I really sound old. We had to get up and go to the library, whether it was walking distance or whether it um, was a, a bus ride, a car ride or a school field trip. You had, you had to get up and go to the library and you had to use the Dewey Decimal System to find the particular book regarding the subject matter that you were researching or interested in, in learning about. Now you, you have it at literally in your hand, smartphone. And I don't, I don't assume that everyone has access to a smartphone or technology for that, for that matter, because that's also part of what people assume is that everybody has access to a laptop. Everybody has access to Wi-Fi. Not at all. Whatever method that you have access to, use it. Do not depend on school systems alone. I said alone to educate you and inform you about the laws that ultimately could determine whether or not you or your family member or loved one are convicted. Because if you do not, if you do not understand and know the law, especially those laws that are regarding taking human life, where it is not necessary or it is not justified, i.e. Breonna Taylor, it could end up a whole different way. Educate yourself. Do not depend on the system. And take these articles, these, these documents, such as the Declaration of Independence, and really just research the wording. And I don't, I don't even, look, if you need to have a thesaurus and a dictionary next to you to say, okay, what does this word mean? Take the time to do it. Because I'm loving now having these conversations with people who don't look like me that for my formative years told me that, yeah, you know, you came to, your ancestors came to this country and they were slaves and you're just subservient and you're less than. And another word that I don't like, another word I don't like is minority. 
I'm so tired, y'all. And I tell people all the time, I don't care if you're white, black, Hispanic, however you identify in terms of race, do not refer to me as a minority. What's the first five letters in the word minority? Minor. And that's exactly the conditioning that the system wants you to embrace. You know, some people are saying, oh, well, you know, minority, it's just, it's, it's a quantitative number. No, it's not. Words matter. And if, if, if day after day, year after year, week after week, I know I kind of went out of order, month after month, if you've been conditioned with the word minority, you are going to believe that you are minor. So I check people real quick when they come to me. Oh, Denise, uh, you know, being that you're a minority. Oh, let me stop you right there. DT is not a minority. I'm so major in everything that I do. So we're going to just remove that word. Now, if you want to say person of color or even, you know, indigenous people, i.e. Native Americans, I'm okay with that. But do not refer to me as a minority. That's part of the systemic conditioning. And if you really want to go there, my opinion The reason why you have the U.S. Census, the United States Census, admitting (laughs) that they did not count, they miscounted. And when I say miscounted, they undercounted. They discounted the number of people of color in this country. Come on now, y'all know why? And here's the thing. They have yet to explain why And what is going to be the solution? Yeah, the 2020 census discounted or undercounted. Are you ready for this? I'll give you three guesses. Which people do you think were undercounted as part of the 2020 census? I'll give you three guesses. The Truth 1017 talking text line. It's 855, excuse me, 833-212-1017. I give you three guesses in terms of the demographics, in terms of race, that the 2020 census undercounted in this country. And I'll give you another guess. Or I'll ask you another question. Which demographic do you think were overly represented? Come on, y'all. This is not rocket science. But again, this goes back to understanding being aware, self-education, and then holding these institutions, these platforms, these sources of information. Because we all know that the census, which is taken every 10 years, it determines electoral and representative districts, and it also determines the billions of funds that will be distributed to various communities, i.e. traditionally marginalized communities. Are y'all with me? So if, if the U.S. Census, and, and for those that aren't able to, to guess, let me go ahead and just tell y'all because we already know. The 2020 census, this is just two years ago, the last census, undercounted black people, Latinos, and Native Americans. Non-Hispanic white people were overly represented. Now, this is, this is a fact. I'm not even making this up. And the Census Bureau revealed that not just within the last census count, 
But for decades, white people have been overcounted while people of color were undercounted. And this continued in the most recent census in 2020. Now, when this came out, they said that they were going to this summer talk about what they were going to do, how they were going to make it more accurate. I haven't heard anything. If y'all have, please call in, text, and let me know because I haven't heard a thing about what the U.S. Census is doing to correct the undercounting of black people, Latinos, and Native Americans. And again, y'all, this is serious because again, this information is drawn in order to help determine the funds that are going to be allocated to certain communities like food banks as well as electoral and representative districts. And we already know the Voting Rights Act and bills, that's a whole other conversation. This is the truth. And we're going to keep talking about the truth, but we're also going to give away some Wisconsin State for tickets. So stay tuned. This is your girl, DT, Denise Thomas, the effective communication coach, and you're listening to The Truth on 101.7. You are listening to The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 101.7 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Hey, hey. This is Denise Thomas, the Effective Communication Coach. You are listening to The Truth on 101.7. We've got Sandra. Sandra from Milwaukee. How you doing, Sandra? Hello. Hey, how are you? I'm fine. How about you? I'm doing wonderful, Sandra. Thank you for calling. What is your question or comment? Uh, well, actually, I was listening to uh, you. You were speaking about Brittany Griner. And uh, I was just thinking, it just made me think, because uh, my husband worked pretty much at the time he was working with uh, <clears throat> stuff like that. And he, one time they had a dinner and uh, it was one of the um, the guys that gave a dinner and he invited some Russian people to the dinner and they couldn't speak English. So they had, we had an interpreter. So um, when you ask them questions, certain questions they cannot answer, they will not answer. And that's kind of, I didn't know nothing about Russia and the Russian people. And so I just sat there, and then uh, at the time, this was years ago, though, because Reagan was president. So at the time, the guys that were there, my husband, the guys that was with him and the guy that gave the dinner, they could speak their piece about our president, but Russia could not say nothing. They did not say anything about their president. And um, and they didn't say anything either. And uh, I was just wondering uh, how they go to school. They say they'll have to pay for music lessons and stuff like that. I said, well, who paid for it? You know, I was trying to find out some stuff here. And then, uh, um, uh, well, I guess I, some way they collect. I don't even know. I still got to look that one up, I, how they get stuff paid and the free whatever, free school and free music, all that stuff. Right. But, uh, I was just so floored that they couldn't say anything and they wouldn't say anything. And so um, it, it's really kind of sad. And then um, uh, when you see uh, Putin, you never see him with any black people. He always have a host of white people. And to me, that sends a signal. It right. sends a signal. Yeah, I mean, it, well, uh, so Trump did it. It sends, yeah. sends a signal. You know, he yeah. might have one little one that was a, a puppet on string or whatever. But when you send in a signal, you telling me they don't matter. 
And this is what I think the thing is with Brittany, because it's a white guy, too, that they have. And yeah. his parents came for us, too. So I don't know if uh, they can bargain to get him out. But if they bargain to get him out and not Brittany, something really is not right. But I, I mean, just think about it. One more thing. My husband, huh? Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I just going to say my husband worked for the census, too. So I'm going to have to ask him because I know when the COVID came, uh, they had to stop. So I'm going to ask him about, you know, some of this stuff because a lot please is going do. on. Okay, so go ahead. Yeah, no, go thank ahead. you, Sandra. Yeah. And please, please do. And when, when you find out, please feel free to call us back on the truth because we'd love to okay. uh, hear your, your husband's perspective on that. And let me be clear. This came from the U.S. Census Bureau. And thank you so much again for calling, Sandra. Um Okay. I believe we have Shiree. Shiree, just give me give me one second. I'm going to be right with you. Um, keep in mind, this came from the United States Census. They re- revealed this, the Bureau revealed this March 10th of this year, that they had overcounted white people um, and were undercounting uh, people of color. So this is something that they were public about in terms of how they could overcount a certain race and undercount others, uh, i.e. people of color. That's a great question. That is a great question. Um, I'm, I'm going to say, and this is my opinion, it was definitely intentional because again, when you think about what is a result of that information, it, it determines again, how funds are distributed regarding public health, education, infrastructure, and electoral and and representative districts. So we have to keep that in mind. Whether, um, how it was done, it was done. And we have to hold the Census Bureau accountable and find out what is going to be in 20, so let me see, that'd be 2030, what measures are going to be put in place so that there is an accurate census You cannot have an accurate census without having an equitable census, meaning that every person needs to be counted. And as far as COVID, okay, yeah, we can use that as an excuse, but guess what? The Census Bureau admitted this has been going on for the past two or three counts. So 2010, 2000. So we can't can't use COVID for everything, y'all. Everybody want to use COVID. All right. Shiree, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm very good. Thank you for accepting my call. I also want to say that I agree with everything that you're saying. Um, You're on point with everything, but I would also like to bring something to the forefront. A couple of years ago, I was doing some research, and I noticed that on the um, United States States Citizenship Test, that they had a question that they were asking people that were being sworn in. And the question was, what nation of people did the United States take or was taken from uh, Africa? And that was one of the questions that was on the citizenship test. And my mindset is, why is that important? Why is that important that you are asking people that particular question. We have African people coming over, you know, we have Indian people. And my mindset is, is that the government does know what they're doing, they're doing it intentionally, and I feel like they are teaching people that are coming into the United States a negative mindset about black people. I think that's the seed that's being planted 
first and foremost. Oh, I my completely agree. Completely agree. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. And so my other comment is about the NBA player, the NBA player, is that okay, so they, they sentenced her, okay. So why isn't anybody talking about how they gave um leverage in um for Edward Snowden? Edward Snowden is over there. He's living his life, he's got married, he's ha he has a child, okay? Why isn't anyone saying anything about how Russia is protecting him and he is now a fugitive of the United States? But like you said, they're sent sentencing um, Brittany for less than a, a, a gram of liquid marijuana. And if I'm not mistaken, they said that it was medical, right? Is it not medical? Yes. Now, in their Hello? eyes, it is not. It, yes. Can you still hear me? Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, I can hear you. Yeah. yeah. It, to, no, to your point, absolutely. It could be medicinal. But from a Russian law standpoint, technically, it is viewed as drug smoke. But I completely completely agree with you and let me go back to one of the points that you made earlier because i want to dig a little bit deeper into that so here's the thing oh, yeah. Here, here's the thing this is so it, it's Shiree, right mm -hmm, so, mm -hmm. so, okay so Shiree, check yeah. this out you bring up a great point and i want you to continue bringing up this point to others that are in your network because there is this thing oh, yeah. called reparation there's this thing called reparation right oh, yeah and let mm -hmm. me tell you <laughs> they are they are they are literally and I say literally they I mean the government the US Census Bureau they are in, installing certain questions because what's going to happen is that ultimately the the US government owes black Americans a whole lot of money i.e. reparation oh, so yeah. what they're going to say is if you if you define yourself as an immigrant even if you were naturalized and you define yourself as black, no, 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 because ne necessarily you didn't you didn't come here. Or wait a minute, you came here on your own free will. You were not an uh, 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 your ancestors were not slaves. And let me tell you what else they about to do. They're also about to say if you are a natural born American that identifies as black, and you move to an area of the country that is regarded as a state that let's just say is is not systemically healthy for black folks so like um certain parts of the south or even certain parts of the midwest they may say you chose to move there so technically you're not qualified for reparation i'm so glad you brought that up because part of this undercounting and this overstating of of non people of color and undercounting of people of color let me tell y'all this reparation thing, it is going to continue to to become more at the forefront of conversation. And they're going to do everything, they being the government and the Census Bureau, to make sure that, and I'm not trying to be funny when I say this, the 40 acres and the mule end up being one acre and the mule's foot. That's basically what they're they trying to do. So thank you so much for your call. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. All right. Thank you for listening. Yeah, we, you know, this, this, this vibe of staying woke, I'm not really a particular fan of saying, you know, stay woke, wake up, be woke, whatever you want to call it. But I do believe in encouraging every one of us that identify as black Americans to not wait for information to come to you. Take the information. You know, when I was growing up, I was a huge follower, and this is before social media, of Malcolm X. And one of the things that Malcolm X always talked about 
was understanding the messaging when you you hear and you read so for example the declaration of independence digest it really really read it and it's not for me to tell you what to take away when you read it but what it is for me as as someone who is in the public eye or in the limelight you know i i have a responsibility as hosting this show to each of you as valued listeners when you tune in to 101.7 the truth we take that very seriously we know that you're consuming information a lot of times it's opinionated a lot of times it's factual but we do the most that we can to make sure that we're giving you the truth so i am encouraging each of us especially those that identify as black americans to take the time not not even take it make the time to read to watch to listen those sources of information like i'm gonna keep it real i'll watch fox news why wouldn't i I want to know what, what, they're, what, what they're thinking about, what they're talking about. When I say they, yes, I'm talking about right-wing conservatives. I'm talking about people that are in the position of power, people that can turn a Voting Rights Act bill uh, into, yep, you're black, you can't vote anymore. I'm serious. I, I literally am making sure that as much liberal news that I'm watching and reading, I'm also looking at conservative or right-wing. And I, I do not need to disclose my political affiliation because it's to me at this point in my life I need to take a step back and really 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 do some hardcore research and educating myself and encouraging others that look like me to do the same now with that being said (laughs) let's let's make this a little bit more joyful now y'all know right now starting today the Wisconsin State Fair, which is one of my favorite events in Milwaukee. It started, and it's going to run until August 14th. So I, DT, Denise Thomas, I got the hookup for y'all. It is time to give away a pair. That means two, not one, but two. Remember, Genuine and Nelly going to be at the State Fair. I don't know which day, but if you get tickets and you need a plus one, you let let your girl know because I'll go with you. Shout out to DZ's wife, Erin. Uh, Erin. Love you, sis, because she said I can go. DZ, you're, you're no longer invited. It's me and her. Good. I don't want to go anyway. Pl- <laughs> All right. So now is your chance to win a pair of State Fair tickets on The Truth in the afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris and your girl, DT. Call 833-212-1017 and be caller. Are you ready? Be caller number four. And be color number eight right now. We're going to do, do this right now. Can we do this right now, DZ, or do we need to wait? Like, it's on you, DT. We could do a me? double time. It's on you. If you want double time, double tickets, we could do it. You said call it number four and call it number eight. Let's do it then. Ain't no time like the present. We're going to do it right now. So call it number four and call it number eight right now. Call to win a free pair of state fair tickets. Again, you got to be color number four and color number eight. The number to call is 833 833- Two one two, one zero one seven, and remember, if you win, you gotta take me. No, I'm just playing. I mean, if you want to, I ain't gonna be mad, especially the night that Nelly and and uh, Genuine is there. But call eight three three, two one two, one zero one seven, and win. Call number four. Call number eight. We gonna give y'all a free. That's right, free pair of state fair tickets. 
The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Are back. This is 1017 The Truth. And I just love being the person that can give out good news. We got two winners. Are y'all excited? I'm excited. So, congratulations to Joey and Scotty on winning today's Wisconsin State Fair giveaway on The Truth in the afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris, who is on assignment. So, today, yours truly. The effective communication coach, DT, Denise Thomas, is excited. Congratulations again to Joey and Scotty for winning today's Wisconsin State Fair ticket giveaway on 101.7 The Truth. Woo! I'm so excited for y'all. And again, Nellie, Genuine, DT. Just think about it. Let your girl know. Also, Make sure that you tune into The Truth with Sherwin Hughes on Wednesday, August 10th for his financial literacy interview with Northwestern Mutual. They are a national leader in financial services, and every month Sherwin will be speaking with a representative from Northwestern Mutual about investing, building generational wealth, and how to best reach financial freedom. So tune in again to The Truth with Sherwin Hughes on Wednesday, August 20th at noon. This is during our lunch break as he speaks with Northwestern Mutual Financial Advisor Erica Wright about common financial mistakes that college students make. So college students, I'm going to definitely make sure that my kids tune in and parents, you do not want to miss this informative educational interview. All right, so we're back. We're we're wrapping up. Now listen, I'm going to be back tomorrow to guest host for Dr. Ken Again, Dr. Ken is on assignment. If you're tuning in, you're like, whose voice is that? Um, Again, my voice is better. I'm better looking. I'm smarter. All that than Dr. Ken. I know if he's listening, he going to just tear me up when we co-host on Sunday. No, I I love Dr. Ken. Uh, Trust me, wherever he is on assignment, he's changing the world for the better, and we do miss him. So I will be back tomorrow guest hosting. In the meantime, I read an interesting article. Uh, And I wanted to just share this with you because here's the thing. And I know Dr. Ken and I actually have talked about this. Are we becoming a society where you can't disagree and you can't be friends with someone who has a different perspective than than yours? Is that is that what we're coming to now? Do we now only connect with people who agree with us and share our views? Can we be friends and I'm asking, seriously, I am asking. The Truth Talking Text Line is 833-212-1017. The reason why I'm asking this question is because John Legend, R&B extraordinaire John Legend, admitted on a podcast, and this was the Axe Files podcast, I think this was yesterday, where he admitted that his friendship with Kanye West is not what it used to be. And the reason why, yep, many of y'all probably thinking it too, is 
how he was public about him being Kanye West of supporting Trump when Trump was in office as the president of the United States. And I quote, this came from John Legend. Well, you know, we aren't friends as much as we used to be because I honestly think because we publicly disagreed on his running for office, and that was Kanye. Kanye West also ran for president during the last presidential election. His supporting Trump, I think it became too much for us to sustain our friendship, honestly. End quote. That's from John Legend. Now, back in April of 2018, John Legend and Kanye West had a public text battle. And when I say public, because Kanye West basically took screenshots and put them on his Twitter account. And John Legend in one of the texts said, so many people who have loved you feel so betrayed right now because they know the harm that Trump's policies cause, especially to people of color. Don't let this be part of your legacy. Now, want to ask y'all this because I have friends who I know because they told me voted for Trump. And let me be clear, y'all. A lot of these friends, well, not a lot, but a number of these friends were black. So I want to just, I want to get some, some clarity and some understanding. Are we getting to a point where because of information is so accessible and you can tweet your thoughts and Facebook, have you fired people out of your personal network or, or your friendships just because they voted different than you or just because they support or a fan of an artist that you're not of? 833-212-1017 is the truth. Talking text line. Let me know. We come back from break. Let's dig into a little bit further. More of The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harrison is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Truth in the afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris. I am Denise Thomas, guest hosting for Dr. Ken, who is on assignment. Courtney from Milwaukee, you are on the new 1017 The Truth. Hi, Denise and DV. Thanks for taking my call. I appreciate it. Of course. I wanted to make a comment about when I realized how closeted some people were about the way they feel about things, um, it was actually the night um, that George Floyd was murdered. And I was working very, very late uh, with a couple of people. We're in a very small business. And I, you know, we're sitting there watching the news and I was just like, oh my God, I cannot believe this. And I'm like dripping with all this like emotion. And I'm just like, God, this would never happen to me. And the way I said, God, this would never happen to me is because I understand my privilege. And the two that I were working with, both of them were like, yeah, right. Cause like we would never, you know, try to use this and try to do this. And we wouldn't put ourselves in that situation. I'm like, Wow. So that was the moment where I realized how ignorant some people were. And so at that immediate moment, I absolutely cut them completely. And we were friends and cut them completely out of my social life and had to step forward um, until I left that position. So I, there, there's just some moments and that moment will stick with me forever. And it'll be a moment that I tell my friends and family going forward as well as just that's when you re- like something snapped at that moment, you know, so I just had to share that because it was just 
it was one of those things that just was like, holy cow, light bulb. <laughs> right. Well, Courtney, thank you so much. Thank you so much for calling in and being so transparent and, and sharing that experience and, and also acknowledging the privilege. I, I don't know your identity, but based on what you said, I'm going to assume that you identify mm-hmm. as white. Okay. I do. I so, do. Yeah, yeah. Thank, yeah. Thank you so much for that. And, and here's the thing. Based on everything that we've witnessed over the past two and a half years, it's not because it just started. It's definitely because of technology. And people now have more yep. um, access yep. to you know smartphones, and they're able to record things on site in the instant of it happening. And so I agree. It, these kind of conversations that we're having in terms of reevaluating our, our morals and our values and mm-hmm. adhering to them, mm-hmm. It has everything to do with, most importantly, sharing that. So kudos to you for standing, uh, uh, you know, against your convict or standing by your convictions. And thank you again so much for listening and and calling in. So thank you so much. Have a great rest of the day, Courtney. All right. Next up, Winky Blue from Milwaukee. You are on the new (laughs) 1017 The Truth. Hey, good afternoon to you. Uh, I, I think you were asking a question if a black had voted for Donald Trump or something. I'm a black man. I voted for Donald Trump. And uh, I can tell you some of the accomplishments that uh, were achieved. Now, I'm a player, so I'm not interested in being duped over and over and over again. I mean, once, shame on you, you know, twice, shame on me. All right? So, listen, Donald Trump did this right. He, he let Kill Patrick out that was overly sentenced in Detroit. Obama could have did that commuted to man sentence. Okay, the black guy, the brother that was the, the mayor over there in Detroit. I mean, Obama could have did that. Then look at the Jobs Act. We won't right now, people, black folk in our community walking around, don't even white folk using the Job Act because there's so much involved in that Job Act for job training. And if you have a small business, there's a lot of money for you just to, to train somebody, not to mention taking an inmate out of jail. That's the job act. The Democrats ain't going to tell us about that, okay? Then when you look at the uh, uh, the uh, uh, the opioid deal, the restoring well, lives Winky, act. I, I the, hate to, I, we've got another caller, but I really appreciate you always calling and listening. I was going to tell you why, with the reason why, what, the reason why uh, 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 well, you don't want to hear that. Good, good, good. Yeah, yeah we got it. another caller, but thank you so much. We got G from Milwaukee. G, you're on the truth, <laughs> 101.7. <laughs> Uh, hi, thanks for taking my call, and I know I got to be quick. Uh, I never really agree with uh, Winky, Winky uh, Blue, but I, I had a problem with Kanye West. Uh, I think that he, he purposely tried to sabotage and, and uh, steal votes because uh, you know a lot of young people just because his music uh, kind of w- was probably going to support him that way. I, I don't think he ever had intentions of running for president. It was just to. Uh, take some of the votes away, and I and I, and I will never, uh, I won't support him anymore just because of that. So uh, you know, okay. other than that, no, no. So that that's just my well, opinion on that. So and there's just some of the just some of the outlandish things that he says about slavery and and things of that and, and wearing that stupid hat. I mean, that, that just, that's just what bothers me. That's uh, that's just my personal opinion. So thanks for taking my call. Well, we absolutely, G. Thank you for tuning in, listening, and sharing your thoughts and perspective. And that's that's what we have to do, people. We got to respect people's perspectives, even if we don't agree. And that's that's part of what we do here at The Truth. You know, we, we, we share information. We listen to perspectives. But let's do it with respect. And we, we all are entitled to feel the way that we feel. We cannot punish someone for feeling the way that they feel just because it's different from ours. 
So as I'm closing out, number one, happy Friday Eve. Number two, make it. Don't expect it, but make it a great week, weekend. Tell somebody, number three, that you have been told in a while. Just pick up the phone or send a text and let them know that you love them. This is your girl, DT. Denise Thomas, the effective communication coach, guest hosting. This has been The Truth, the Dr. Ken Harris Afternoon Show. I will hear y'all tomorrow. And again, make sure that you make the rest of this day surrounded by people that you love and that love and support you. And let's continue being the great black folks that we are. Love y'all. I'll hear y'all tomorrow. Have a great evening.